Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 170 of Actors with Issues with me, your host, Juan Ayala. I'm an actor and journalist who loves talking shop with actors and getting into the issues and how they got to where they are today and the lessons that they learned along the way. In today's episode, we speak with actress, producer, and DIY expert Gabrielle Bourne, who stars alongside Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in the upcoming film Air, which will be in theaters April 5th. The movie follows the story of Sonny Vaccaro and how he led Nike in pursuit of who would become the greatest basketball player in history, Michael Jordan. Gabrielle plays Sonny's right-hand woman, Tiffany, and she talks with us all about her experience working on the new film, which was originally supposed to be a one-day shoot for her, but ended up being almost a month long as they continued to expand her role the more she worked with the cast. Gabrielle also shares how she became the DIY renovator and expert that she is today and how her love of acting began as a child when she was living in London with her family. She was born in Jersey and then moved to Belgium, London. We get into all of that with our interview. And before we dive into today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you may be listening or watching and make sure to check out our YouTube channel, Actors with Issues on YouTube for full video episodes every week. And now please enjoy my conversation with Gabrielle Bourne. Gabrielle Bourne is on the Actors with Issues stage. Welcome to the show, Gabrielle. How are you? Thank you for having me. Um, so I, upon doing my research, I read that you sort of grew up a bit all over the place. So uh, like me, originally from the East Coast, and then you spent some time abroad um, in parts of Europe and Belgium and in London. But when was it exactly that you discovered this love of acting and sort of made up your mind that you wanted to sort of just dive right into it? Yeah, it was actually while I was living in London. I was uh, 11 or 12 and my school, I went to the American school in London and they had a drama program as part of like the regular curriculum that you would take as a class in school. And so I started taking in school and just kind of fell in love with it. I actually ended up um, they needed a, a younger kid for the high school play. So I ended up doing the high school play that year. And like, I just had a blast with it. And then I started taking class, um, every Saturday outside of school. Um, and then my acting teacher happened to be an agent. So she started sending wow. me out for stuff. like, you know, the best surprise you could have as an actor. And then, um, and then, yeah, I just kind of fell in love with it. Um, I ended up <clears throat> then deciding to, when we moved back to the East Coast, we moved to New Jersey. And um, so I would drive into New York City to audition or whatever, and then also um, drive in for acting class every Saturday, too. Gotcha. And then you ended up attending um, USC, the School for Patriotic yeah. Arts, and got your BFA there. Um, well, I'm curious, while you were there, did you have more of a goal of doing TV film work, or were you more in love with theater? I know it's sort of like hard divide because training is based more in theater but yes sort of more opportunity in film and tv so I'm curious which was it for you I've always been drawn more to film and tv for mm -hmm. some reason um you know I, I had so much fun doing theater in in college and high school and before that but I have always been more drawn to they're they're so different um and I think a lot of people don't realize but um, just the idea of um, doing the work, working on something, building something up, and then kind of getting it out once and putting it together as a full story. Um, I just love that kind of way of doing things. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a little bit less pressure because it's also not entirely in your hands. You could do multiple takes, but then the director and the editors have their, yeah. their work to do after both theater. It's 
you can learn a bit more in the character and, and all of that. But with, I feel like with Fama TV, it's just, it's out there and it's out of your hands. And that's yes, it. <laughs> exactly. I have so much respect for theater actors to make something fresh night after night after night. Mm -hmm. I think in my life in general, I don't really like redundance. Like <laughs> I, I tend to anytime, uh, you know, a job or something has come up where it's like repeating the same thing, even with like, whatever it is, things I do for fun or a workout or something, I, I can't do the same workout twice or the same, you know, I just, I love like that sense of not knowing what to expect. And I think that's, what's so amazing about theater actors is that they're finding that every night, you know, they're finding something new every night in their performance. But that for me would be um, a challenge for months on end, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't imagine um I, I haven't done theater in quite a bit I, i'm an actor as well i don't know if i, yeah. I, if yeah. I was mentioned but yeah it's uh i haven't done theater in a while and i've sort of gravitated more toward tv and film and you know i do miss it but it's also like okay you like the one or the one day or one week or one month of work and then that's sort of it you know it's not yes. weeks on end of just rehearsing and then getting to that final product and then doing it yeah. over and over <laughs> yeah exactly it's wild and I'm curious, what would you say is maybe the first thing you learned uh, fresh out of school while you're on a set? Because I know there's um, certain things that they don't teach us in school. They teach us all about technique and, and the craft itself, but no one teaches oh. us what a turnaround means or uh, <laughs> the martini shot or anything. No one really goes yeah. over that kind of thing. So what would you say is the first yeah. thing you learned? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that you learn coming out of school. School College is great because they kind of set you up with a million different ways to do things and a million different techniques. So you can kind of see them all and, and what works best. And then post-college training, it was like kind of figuring out that thing that <clears throat> worked best for you, you know? Mm. Um, so um, I've kind of like been drawn towards more of an imagination based kind of way of working. Um, yeah, one thing I've I've learned from set there's there's so many things. I think I think you you go through that experience after um, of like the first few jobs that you get. You're showing up on a set where the people are there every day, and you're kind of like this like showing up for this one moment and trying to mm -hmm. kind of try to figure out how to handle it all and and um and and show up and do your job um so I think just the thing of like being completely present um and and ready to go when you show up and not you know um not worrying about any of the other things or or how it's going to come off or only having a few takes or whatever it is it's like mm -hmm. this pressure of um you have this one moment but just kind of being there and being present in the moment and not letting any of that outside stuff get to you and i'm curious uh when did the diy renovation and building come into play because i know that that was something that uh sort of out of school and whatnot in between jobs you were starting to work on but uh, how did all of that come about yeah it's so crazy how it's all come to be. You know, I was kind of after college doing what a lot of actors do, the bartending thing and um, dog walking and whatever kind of little odd jobs where I could be working and also have my days free to audition at a moment's notice or work at a moment's mm -hmm. notice. 
Um, and I started um, refinishing furniture and building furniture um, for people. This was after kind of I I we bought a house and I I refinished my kitchen myself and kind of had fun doing that and seeing what the transformation could be. And then I got really into woodworking. I I couldn't tell you how it came about. I just I think my uncle gave me a miter saw that he didn't need anymore. And I just started messing with it. And, um, he showed me how to build a frame and, um, I just kind of started building custom furniture for people and I like turned it into a kind of side hustle. Um, and then I had always had this dream of doing a full fixer upper and, um, I don't know, just seeing things online and seeing what was possible that there's like this, this whole group of women out there who are fully learning how to build and transform their homes. And I got super into that. So I decided to general contract myself and, you know, build my kitchen myself and learn to tile. And it was kind of all a first thing, but it just, it was kind of like one thing snowballed into the next, into uh -huh. the next. And then it just became this obsession and it kind of worked out beautifully because it's kind of become this like creative outlet, um, on the, and it works really well alongside acting. Cause I can kind of do it on my own as I have time. And, um, it's like this thing of with acting, you're not getting to see a finished product a ton. And it's a lot of like behind the scene work. And it's a lot of relying on other people to give you a yes, or to give you a, you know, uh, even if you're creating your own stuff to, to create a crew or to, to find the money or to get a network to tell you, yes, I'll make your show, whatever it is. Like, this is like this thing that I can do from start to finish on my own. And it, it fulfills that kind of like creative energy I have buzzing through me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel super grateful that I found it, um, cause it's kind of kept me going over the last few years and it's been like a good complimentary thing to acting. And it's, um, you tried to sort of, um, uh, meld or weld mesh I'm, I'm confusing yeah. my words here yeah. both of them together uh you wrote and produced um uh, a pilot uh mac of all trades from from what i read so what can you tell us about that and sort of how that yeah. came together marrying those two things together yeah it's it's been so fun getting to like kind of put the two worlds together um i had some really funny experiences from my time as um, a female builder, handy woman, when I was kind of doing jobs for other people and the responses, reactions I would get. Um, and so I just decided to write um, a kind of a, a teaser and um, and we shot it um, a couple of years back. And then I ended up putting it out um, online as uh, six different short episodes. Um, but I'm working now on writing um, a full uh, pilot version of that. It's a little different tone-wise. It's kind of like um, like uh, Hulu's Dave and uh, mm -hmm. the show Love um, on Netflix. Um, so like the tone is changing a little bit and some things are changing, but the, the idea is the same. It's about this handy woman and Finnish carpenter as she kind of navigates um, dealing with society's expectations and what it's like to be a female in a male dominated industry. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it's been, I mean, it's so fun that I get to combine those two things and create something. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, I, I hope we get to see more because um I'll definitely have to check it out if it's if it's still online. Uh, Thanks, where can yeah. folks find it if, if they were? If um, they were. it's actually it's on YouTube or it's on my Instagram at Gabby G A B B Y underscore born B O U R N E. Um, and yeah, I have the my six short episodes up there now. Awesome. And fast forward to uh today or coming out on April fifth, uh, in theaters is your latest role in Air, which uh, I just saw the trailer. I forget. What was the most? I go to the movies way too much. I forget what yeah. it was. Uh, I saw the trailer of it and I was like, oh, I have to because I love Jason Bateman and, and, you know, oh my gosh, Ben Affleck and just such in Matt Damon, just incredible cast and Viola Davis and Chris Tucker, you know, just to name a few of the yeah. folks you're working alongside. So uh, I'm curious if seeing as the film is based on real events and lots of real people, um, was that a particular challenge that you found or were you just like game and ready to dive into the story? Yeah, it was cool learning about it all. Um, you know, I I definitely, you know, tried to dive into the learning about, you know, reading Shoe Dog, Phil Knight's book and mm. and kind of learning about um what Nike was uh what the company was like in the 80s, you know, diving into a new time period and and all that. Um I wasn't playing a real, you know, person, so it wasn't as challenging as I'm sure it was for, for some, for the other actors who, you know, there's a lot of pressure there. I was on set the day that, um, Sonny Vaccaro came to watch and he's watching, I was watching him watch the monitor of Matt Damon portraying him. And it was so fun just to see, he was just beaming and, you know, just so happy. And then I, was um, standing there for his conversation with Matt after where he was just telling him how honored he was and how he thought he did such an incredible job. And he's just, you know, so proud. And so that was a really cool moment to watch because I'm sure Matt was feeling a lot of pressure (laughs) knowing that Sonny was watching him on the monitor, but he killed it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, from what I read, you initially were supposed to not have such a large role on on the project though it was supposed to be just a few days and it ended up being a much larger shoot so what was that experience like you know just getting the call like yeah. hey they want you back <laughs> yeah so it was supposed to be one day um and i have this little scene um with jason bateman and then you know i was there and and they kind of before my day was even over they were like hey are you around the next few weeks we'd love to have you come back in the world because you know we're filming a lot you know and we've kind of developed this space as your desk and we'd love to to have you here so yeah I mean I got to go back and and watch these guys work day after day and I just kind of went to set and soaked it all up as much as I could and it was one of the coolest experiences I've had working on something, getting to see those people work. They're just incredible filmmakers in every way. And it was, it was a really, really cool experience. And seeing as, I mean, basically all three of the leads, Jason, Ben, and Matt are all actors, producers, writers, directors, like they've done, they've really done everything across the spectrum. So um, are you, sort of curious into looking more into developing things and getting more on the creative side uh, in addition to acting as well? Yeah, a hundred percent. I love, you know, I've produced a few times now and I love, I love being involved and seeing how it all goes down. I 
I know after doing that, that, that acting is a hundred percent, like my favorite aspect of it all. And, and I, and I, I love, I love a moment where I just get to show up and focus on that side of things for sure. But, um, but you know, with the way things are, it's just kind of, it's part of the game as an actor to, to be creating things. And so that's a hundred percent what I plan to do. Um, and, and I've had a lot of fun writing, um, and kind of creating and it's, and it's great to be able to have a say in like the, the things that you're working on. Cause as an actor, you kind of just get a script and especially earlier on in your career, there's not much of, you know, there's not much passing. You're kind of just like, yeah. you know, taking what comes your way. So, um, so it's, it's definitely great creating things and getting to have the opportunity to, you know, decide what you're working on. And uh, with the name of our show being Actors with Issues, uh, we do, you know, touch on issues and career obstacles and all of that. So uh, something that we sort of get some requests and some questions about is just sort of uh, what have you noticed maybe has changed a bit in the industry over the last like five to 10 years? I feel like there is a huge change every decade or so. I mean, I feel like 10 years ago, streaming was nowhere near what it is today and mm-hmm. social media wasn't what it was now and all of that. Um so what, what would you say is maybe like a, a pretty noticeable change that you've noticed? Well, the thing people are talking about the most lately is the, the whole self-tape thing and how, mm-hmm. you know, these days, everything audition wise is, is through self-tape and we're not going in person, you know, in front of CDs and, and all that. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, of, uh, different opinions on oh, yeah. on all of it. <laughs> we know um i i am a huge fan of it you know i live 45 minutes an hour away from hollywood and not having to drive every day and getting to do it from the comfort of my home and schedule the time w- that works best for me i have a 3 year old so you know that that works i i'm loving it um obviously it's hard not to get that kind of in-person feedback, but how much feedback are we really getting in, in, in person anyway, you know what I mean? And so, and, and, and also I think the main thing that we need to be focusing on is, um, is how much more opportunity this is bringing for actors. They are going to be able to see so many more tapes this way than if they're having to have in-person auditions. So it's, you know, it's already hard to get the opportunity, you know, to read for something. So I think as much as we can spread that out and and give more opportunities to more actors um, to read, I think that's a, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I think that, you know, folks, mind you, <laughs> I don't want to like drag anybody, but no, you know, yeah. Just because uh, I agree, I I live pretty deep in Brooklyn. I'm on the East Coast, and you know, have I remember having to go into Manhattan for a two line co star. There goes half your afternoon, and yeah. and like you said, what feedback are you getting on a co- the line? Is here's your check. They're not gonna yeah. ask for a dozen redirects on that. You know, no. most of us are still auditioning for those smaller co stars or yes. one day guest stars where it's just a scene. Yeah, you're going so, in the room five yeah. minutes. Yeah, if- and and. Yeah, it's just uh, I, I understand both sides of it. And for the folks who, you know, are auditioning a lot for pilots and series regulars and leads that I understand because you do want to see those folks in person, get the energy in the room. But I never, you know, my first reps were not even this market. They were in Atlanta and in Nashville. Yeah. 
So even two years before the pandemic, I was doing tapes. So that's kind of all I've known. So when mm-hmm. folks let's go back, I'm like, do we have to? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe guest stars and up, but <laughs> co-stars, let's keep it <laughs> tapes because it's just so much easier. Like you said. 100%. I was just talking to a CD about this last night um, because I, I was like, I have to think of like what the reason could possibly be that, you know, I get wanting to be in person and make an impression and all that, but you're making an impression through your tape. It's just that you don't know what the reaction is, you know? So I feel like it's more about like validation and the fact that we as actors don't get a lot of validation or we don't get a lot of, you know, we don't get to see somebody you know, responding to our work or whatever, but right. they're responding to it, whether we're in person or whether we're not there, which we're just not seeing it. So ultimately we just have to find a way to seek validation elsewhere or find a way to not need it in the first place and yeah. fill our lives with other things that are kind of bringing that sense of, of like feeling like we're fulfilled in, you know, in that way. Um, while alongside of this, you know? Yeah, completely agree. I mean, I I started the podcast during the very beginning of the pandemic because I I wanted a new creative outlet. And here we are almost three years later. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of folks have talked about that. And, you know, we're uh, later this year, we're hitting episode 200, if if, if I can believe that, which is crazy. But, you know, so many folks have talked about sort of, they had to find another passion because especially Broadway actors, they couldn't perform for a year if not longer. And they had to find another outlet. People started learning an instrument. They started learning new sports or whatever it was. And just finding those other things that brought them joy. That was not acting because we might love acting, but it becomes more of a, not to say a chore, but not as much of a, I love to do this because not everyone has a chance to actually do it all the time, to act all the time. You have to have something that fills your soul up. The best advice I ever got was from my acting teacher and mentor, um, Keith Bogart, who his, what he tells us all the time is just like, you can't wait to be working consistently to be happy. You have to be happy now because that job isn't going to bring happiness. That work, you know, you have to have a full life around it. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, I think that's, it's great. I'm so glad you started the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, with air, uh, coming out April 5th in theaters exclusively. Uh, so folks make sure you go see that. Um, I wanted to see it beforehand, but sadly there weren't screeners available. So, uh, but I would have loved to dive in a little bit more, but, um, thank you so much for taking the time to, to come chat with us. And, uh, if anyone wants to give you a follow on Instagram, you did mention it before, but what is that handle? Yes. It's Gabby underscore born. And I, I share a lot of DIY projects and all the fun stuff on there. Awesome. And folks, you know, the drill, you can follow us on Instagram, actors with issues. Give me a follow at Juan Ayala official and subscribe to our show on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts with new episodes every Monday and bonus episodes throughout the week. And once more air is in theaters exclusively April 5th. I'm Juan Ayala. This is actors with issues and we'll see you next week.